Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Here we go on a Thursday. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Broadcasting live from Jacksonville, Florida. No longer in Dothan, Alabama. We let Brent go on his way uh, searching for peanuts or something. Um, a lot of peanut-dominated conversation during the show today. But we are back in Jacksonville, Casey Kurtz. And Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Brian Middleton, what up with your man on a Thursday? I can't complain, man. I can't complain at all. Sure you could. You got to go to work tonight. True. So you could complain. Well, you went to work. You complained, yeah, yeah. but you know. Hey, it was entertaining. You know what it is? It is what it is. But it's a gift. It is. It really, it really is a gift. We got 50 minutes or so taking you up to some Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Baseball against the Charlotte Knights tonight. First pitch. Again, I don't understand it, but it's at 7.04. Hmm. Not a minute earlier. Not a minute later. 7.04 on the dot. So we will take you. Someone's getting fired if it starts at 7.05. Uh-huh. You hear me? Tell you what. Don't let that first pitch time be announced. First pitch, 7.05. You're done. Because you know they do well. They do that in major leagues. Did you know that? They what? They like like so. I think it's for the press box, but the trops thing was always way too loud. The trops is where the Rays play. Okay. Um, and the dude, like the official score or whatever, will announce be like official start time seven oh six. But it was way louder than just the press box speaker, so like everybody could hear it. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I bet you that's a fun fact you might not have known about. Fun fact? It's, it's a fact. Fun. It's a fact. That's a great call. I didn't know. So two of those three things are correct. Hey, speaking of things that make me sad, the Tampa Bay Rays and now the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yikes. Hmm. They dropped game one. Hmm. Yikes. Hmm. <laughs> why? Why? It's like the start of the show. I feel like I should cry now. Anyway, uh, it wasn't good. Everyone's trying to like make me feel better about it. Um, it wasn't good. They played one good minute of hockey. They scored two goals in that minute. The rest of it was not good, in my opinion. They showed heart in the third period, right? But, you know, you you can't delay the game. Pat Maroon there at the end, causing a power play. Avalanche are too good on the power play. They don't score until overtime, but still. Was not a good scenario. So the Lightning go down one games to none after game one in Denver. Uh, they will play again on Saturday evening, again in Denver, down one game to nothing. Brad Milton, did you watch the game? No, nah, you know, well, I had, listen, so one of the nefarious apps that I have, uh-huh. it actually gives me prompt when there's any, like, major really? game. Like, I don't even have to, like, turn on, like, an, a reminder. Yeah. So, for the Stanley Cup, that's one of those things. Sure. Like, it just pops up, and I'm like, oh, of course I don't want to watch that, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so, I didn't. I had the opportunity to, but what I was doing is I would check in really quick on the app or Google and just see whether or not Google, the score yeah. had changed, right? 
Um, and so when you first texted me and they were down, when you first texted me, one. I didn't go check for probably like another 10 or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I finally got a chance to check. And I was like, oh, Casey wasn't lying. Because normally you jump off the deep end, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're quick to smash teams that you say that you like. Yeah. You're quick to not pick them, you know, in segments called this or that when I say, hey, True. the uh, you know, the lightning going for a three-peat or the Jacksonville Jaguars going to the Super Bowl. Um, and I you, answered truthfully. Well, and you jump off of teams that you – Honestly, it would look like a soothsayer if you just stuck with them and they actually perform, i.e. the Boston Celtics, when in mid-April you were like, hey, this team could win it all. I did say that. Yeah, you did say that. And then this past week uh, with uh, Aaron again, you were, you were about to jump off. I think you did jump off. You and him both jumped off that. It's over tonight, but so anyway, go on. I think it's, you know, I, I didn't realize that you weren't being over dramatic as you tend to be when your teams aren't performing for a no. quarter a period. Yeah, they were getting that, outplayed. That was terrible. 3 to 1? I think that's hard to do, right? Yeah. I mean, it was 2 nothing and then it was 3 to 1. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but by the time I texted you again, I guess the, you know, the regular periods were were wrapping up and <laughs> oh, uh yeah. Yeah, and I uh, you know, they were tied up and I was like, "Hey, look at that." And then, you know, as soon as they lost, you were right back. Yeah, I was. You know, on their neck. Your team so you got to be reasonable. Either. They played the worst period of hockey I've ever seen anybody play in the first. Okay. It was so bad. Mm. Turning it over. Yeah. Not, like, trying. It didn't appear. What's the boy named Kel uh, Heron? Kel Harechi? Kel McCarr. Kel McCarr? Yeah. How many points did he score? How many goals did he score? Uh, he didn't score. I think he had a sister, too. Did he defend? No. You sure? Positive. Sound bitter. He he I don't know. Let me. I got to go check. What are the defensive stats in hockey? I got to Google that first, though. Like hits. Okay. I don't think he had any. He doesn't hit. He's 5'9 or whatever. He's 5'9, 160, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, anyway, lightning drop game one. Um, we'll hopefully have some more vibes on that come next week. But uh, for the next two days, we're, we're down in the dumps on the lightning. But we move on. And the energy resumes because we got Golden State. We got Boston tonight. Uh, it's over, right? I think it's over. They ain't going. They ain't going back. Well, they're going back to Golden State, but they're gonna have the trophy with them. Hmm. That, it's that over. Wow. Oh yeah, it's a wrap. Wow. Yeah. Otto Porter and the boys. Otto Porter and the boys. <laughs> I'd be ready. That's the realest take that you've had in the eight months we've been doing this, Casey Kurtz. Otto Porter, by the way, what a success story that guy was supposed to be good, right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Bounced around the league. He'd been all over the place. Yeah. And now he's, like, playing for Golden State. Like, he's out there a lot. Yeah. What a success story. But well, anyway, you disagree with me? Well, I mean, with Otto Porter, you know, getting into the NBA, that's a success story right there. But I get what you mean. Like, there were high hopes for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually didn't play too poorly when he was, you know, with the Wizards. Like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I feel like he's been on every team. No, no, no. But, but he's, he's moved around a bit, yeah. I don't know that many great players named Otto, though. So, you know, there was a lot of pressure there to be the first ever Otto. It's spelled the same forwards and backwards. That's a lot of pressure, man. That's a lot of pressure. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but uh, is it over? That's so you say it is over. Yeah, it's a wrap. Okay. Boston is not going to win game six. We're just trying to lock you in. Boston is not going to win game six. They will lose to Otto Porter and the boys. Okay. All right. We got you in there, Casey Kurtz. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You're not Any with reason it. why? Besides Otto Porter and the boys, any reason why? <laughs> I, I just think, I, I think Boston's out of gas. I really do. I think – you know how I feel about Tatum? Jalen Brown didn't step up last game, and I think Steph is not going to not make a three again. I think Steph goes off. I really don't think it has anything to do with Otto Porter, but I like the idea that he's on the team and contributing. But I, I think Steph just goes off, and I think Clay has one of those nights. 
And honestly, if Steph goes off and Clay has one of those nights, it doesn't matter what Jalen Brown. Like, even if Jalen Brown comes back and is good, nah, nah. I think this is it. This will be very interesting for Castro Trashy later on, man. You're, you're, you're delving into a point, and I, I can't wait to hear you actually answer what I formulated as a question. Well, you know, I'll tell you this much. I think that, you know, I'll take the opposite end to make this conversation interesting. I think that this will go at game seven because I do believe that Boston has the ability, though they're better on the road in these playoffs for mm-hmm. whatever reason. It's weird. They have won six times at home. Like, it's not like they are... They've also lost five times at home. Exactly. They've won more than they lost at home, the same like they've done on the road. Well, so Barely, but... But they've done it. But they have. Okay. So, so, listen, I think that Golden State is probably the better team when you factor in experience um, that coupled with their, 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 physical, their physical abilities, uh, their actual skill set. I think that they edge Boston... Mainly because of the the uh, the experience. So when you start talking about the NBA Finals and teams that you think aren't a fluke when they get there, I don't think anybody thinks that Boston's run was a fluke or them being in the NBA Finals is a fluke, right? So if we go back to the bubble, I can remember people being like, "I know Miami's good, but you know they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. in the championship because you know it's the bubble, it was a different situation, all those good things." Yeah, Mickey Mouse. But I don't think anybody thinks that about this run with Boston. And so if I'm dealing with two capable teams, even if I think that Golden State is a better team slightly, that means that the other team, if they get hot, if, if any myriad of things goes their way, they could go down by 10 or 15 in the first quarter. And as the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs has shown us, you can go down in the first quarter and you can still fight your way back. Heck, Boston has shown us that. Especially in the second half for a couple of these games, Golden State's been a great third-quarter team outside of, I believe it was game four, mm-hmm. the 43-point game where it yeah. kind of switched around where Boston came out gangbusters in the third quarter. But my point is this, man. Listen, at any point, you do have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown who are legitimate stars in the league and who have performed to a certain level. Granted, this is their first go in the NBA Finals, So I think that there is like a learning situation. There's a learning curve that's happening right now. And I do think that hopefully someone's in Jason Tatum's ear at the very least saying, hey, guy, this is what me and Brent were talking about actually yesterday. Listen, man, this is why you get the Supermax contract. This is why we need you to go 35 and 13. We need you to go 40 and, you know, 15. We need you to have a Giannis, a LeBron, a Steph Curry level game in game six. Don't worry about game seven. I think he has the ability to focus and do that. He hasn't had one of those games all series yet. And I think that Jalen Brown is more than capable of giving you something close to that level. Maybe not like, you know, 40 points, but I think mm-hmm. he can get you into the mid-30s if, if he's given enough chances, if the ball is just dropping for him. As long as those two are on your team, you have a chance. That crowd is going to be crazy. It's wow. going to be insane in the garden. Wow okay? now. And that team is Call going to be Cannon. focused. Now, the question is, are they going to play tight? I don't think Golden State will play tight because of the experience, even though some of the pieces that they're really relying on, i.e. Andrew Wiggins, maybe Jordan Poole, aren't, you know, they, they weren't a part of those championships in the past, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have the leadership of Steph Curry, even a Klay Thompson who's continuing to find himself, a Draymond Green, a Steve Kerr, you have enough veteran leadership where you shouldn't be playing tight. It should be something where it's like, I get it. We want to close them out here. We don't want to go back home for a game seven. Let's do it now. 
but in the back of your mind, it's not something that's going to like re, like make you chill on 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 the court where you're just like, oh, you know, man, we get, we'll get him next game. But it is something that gives you a sense of peace. And when you have other people who've been in those type of back and forth battles in those type of series, you do take some comfort if you're a guy who hasn't been there. So that's why I'm not worried about them. I'm more worried about Boston coming out and playing tight. But they have the ability to win game six. I think the crowd's going to be crazy. I think Jason Tatum's going to be on point. I think they're going to get a good game out of Marcus Smart. You know, Jalen Brown, I think he's going to be, you know, what Jalen Brown does. If they cut down on these turnovers, I think we have a game seven. I don't. Well, I know. But I appreciate the point you tried to make. Now, wait, before we go to break, right? Oh, how okay. How much harder are you going to jump off the Boston Celtics? Not much, but I do have a question because me Uh, and Brent talked about this. Sure you did. So Tatum, right? I'm not arguing with you that he's a star, but... I'm arguing. But I'm arguing. Yeah, I am. Um, and my argument is this. Yeah. Right? When I think a star, okay. Luca mm. plays every minute. Okay. 40 points. Yeah. I think of Giannis. Yeah. Every minute, 44 points. I think of LeBron, Ramon, James... Senior, did I get it right? Yeah. Every minute, every minute, mm-hmm. forty points. And shoot Space Jam. And does Space see. Jam at the same time? Okay. That's what he does. So all of those guys are stars. They play every minute and they will their team to win. Jason Tatum does not play every minute. Okay, I will let that pass. He plays a lot of them. He doesn't play every minute and he doesn't score more than thirty points. He never <laughs> gets over thirty. Like I'm just uh-huh. saying, is it fair? I think he's great. I think he's going to be great. But is it fair to call him a star when he's not really doing things that, like, guys like Giannis and Luka do? Does that make sense? I would argue, you know. There's different levels of stardom. Is that what you're going to argue? I would say those three guys are superstars, number one. Thank you for that opening. No, that's not what I was going to say, but let's go that way. Those guys are superstars. And two out of those three players have been considered the best in the league recently, like in the past three to five years, depending on who was hating on LeBron. Like, you're looking at the, the Let the me best give you a better the example, league. then. Luka is probably going to be the best player in the league. Probably within right. Within the next, you know, five years, he's probably going to have a an, an MVP at the very least, maybe a couple. So, I don't think people look at Jason Tatum in that light, at least not yet. But if you're telling me that he can't be considered a star, uh, I mean, you know, I, like... I'm not saying that he's you not. you got to name me a list. Yeah, well, yeah, you are. Let me give you a better yeah. example, then. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That's a more fair comparison, right? Yeah. Because Jimmy's a star. Yeah. And Jimmy, when when they won, when Miami won games that they shouldn't have, is because Jimmy Butler's playing every single minute of the game and scoring 47 points. Like, Jason Tatum's not doing that. Listen, I've seen Jason Tatum uh, take the best guy on offense more times than not and learn how to still put up good enough numbers that you would still consider him a star on the offensive side. Listen, it doesn't look the same for everyone, even though most people will be like, listen, you need to be able to overwhelm a game. I think that that would be uh, an argument for a star, superstar, whatever you want to call. You know, you got to be able to overwhelm at least one of these games in the series. And that's why I said that he's still there's still two games left. Technically, I mean, at least one game left. And he hasn't had one of those types of games yet. So, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler, I would consider as a star, though. And I think that he was on the on the edge of that coming out of Chicago, going to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think in Philly he really came into his own, even though he didn't stay there. A big mistake by them. And then finally Huge. Miami, when he got his when he finally got his team together, 
uh, and he's the guy, I think he was able to walk in that completely. We got to remember, Jason Tatum is 24. I think Jimmy Butler is, what, 29? I don't, I don't have his numbers up, but I know Jimmy Butler's been around a long time. Jimmy Butler, 32. 32. He's playing with Derrick Rose. He's playing with a young Derrick Rose. That's a good call. So, you know, like, Jimmy has also had more time to get into, uh, you know, his actual prime. He's probably coming out of it, to be honest with you, at that age. But... He's had more time to grow into that. And Jason Tatum, he's just been in the league a long time because he was a one and done. But he's twenty. He's 24. So what you're telling me is yeah, Tatum is, is going to be one of the dudes in the league. I, 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 everything's trending that way. But yeah. he's just not there yet. Like, they're there too early. Their team around him is good enough to get there, but he's not at the point in his career yet that he can put them on their back for two games and win the finals. Well, I don't know if he is. We're going to find out. And That's if right. he doesn't, then, yeah, I would, I'll would. i stand right here and be like, you know what, Casey Kirsch was kind of correct, even though he doesn't stand on his square. Spot on. Celtics actually. were good mm-hmm. enough to win it. Jason Tatum is a superstar. Superstar. That's all I'm saying, Casey. Fun fact for you, Otto oh, Porter. Man. Not no fun facts. Okay. <laughs> Otto Porter, during his time with the Orlando Magic last season, did not miss a free throw. Was that fun? Was that a fun fact? Or just a fact? Huh? You weren't even listening to my fact? Yeah, I heard you, man. <laughs> Is it fun? He didn't miss a free throw in his time with the Magic last year. How many did he take? I don't know. He only played three games. Is that where we were going with it? I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> three games. Auto. But now he's a Automatic. key point of this. That's what they call him. Automatic. We got to get Auto Porter on this show. Who do you got to talk to? Probably Who's somebody. the media person? Yeah, they're busy. I don't know. And we're busy because we got to hit this break. And then we got more to do. Brian Milton's got some people to disrespect in the AFC, especially in the South. That'll be interesting. So we will uh, talk about that and then some cash or trash before we give away to Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Baseball coming up tonight. Stick with us. We'll grab back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Thursday action sports jacks overtime on ESPN 690. Brian Milton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. Diving into the Auto Porter Jr. stats. Talking about all kinds of things. It's the automatic. I'm gonna keep doing it until it catches. Is that a thing or no? Uh, I don't know. Someone's probably said it before. I'm not that clever. Let me tell you, he ain't. He been he been good this year. You know, field goal yeah. percentage 464. Is that good? Why yeah. does Auto play? 46% from the field? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's a role player. You know, back in the heyday. LeBron had a great year as a player. My That's bad, true. bro. My hey, bad. It's honest mistake. It's a, no, know. hold on. It, hey, hold on, Casey. I'm sorry, okay? Yeah. LeBron had a great year as a player. That's what I meant to do when nobody was talking. Yeah. Sorry. Otto Porter, you were saying. We'll move on from Otto. Okay. We probably should. Probably too much Otto Porter talk okay. here in Jacksonville. Um... You came in, told me, you said, look, I've been reading all kinds of things, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and articles about the AFC and the worst move they made this offseason. Fun fact. Fun fact. Is this one going to be fun? Maybe. I've never seen a Lord of the Rings. Like, even as it was playing at people's houses. You would leave. I would walk by and go find (laughs) anything else to do. Really? Huh? I've never seen Lord of the Rings either. I've only seen one of the 19 Harry Potter movies. See, I don't, I can't co-sign on that. I I like Harry Potter. Fun, I was in Chicago for the first time. Okay. Went to an IMAX theater. Okay. Uh, it, I had a headache so hard from the 3D 
glass. I had to take the glasses off. I was like, this is this is too much. Interesting. It's, it's too many lightning bolts. It's it's too mm-hmm. many people that look like the people off the Twilight Zone. It's it's too much Dumbledore. Right? Like it's it's too much. <laughs> it's too much for me. Right? And I'm not gonna go back to the beginning because this was like movie yeah, number seven. I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going to do Especially that. Especially not that far in. I'm not gonna go find out why yeah. Harry's parents died or something. I don't even know. Like, is it Bruce Wayne? Didn't very, die? It, yes, very similar. Harry's parents did die. Voldemort killed them. Oh, Voldemort. I thought it was Dumbledore for something. Dumbledore's a good guy. By the way, that's like an all-time spoiler if you've never seen Harry Potter. Um, sorry about that, folks. You're not missing much. It's been out for like 10 years mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you mean you're not missing much? I'm not missing much. Here's what was my biggest problem with Harry Potter was they filmed it and it was so dark. Yeah. Like, like they filmed these scenes in the dark with no lights. Like, it's so hard to see in the theater. And it's so quiet. That's my biggest problem with movies, right? The dialogue is quiet, and then they bring on this, like, aggressive music. So I have the TV turned up to, like, 46. They bring in the music. I got to turn down to 29. You know, it's just, it's a problem. That's my biggest problem with movies. I hear you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who disrespecting the AFC South? Do you know who wrote the article, or are we just talking about it? Yeah, uh, Jared Dubin. Who he worked for? CBS Sports. Jared Dubin of CBS Sports disrespected the whole AFC or just the South? Whole AFC. And it wasn't really disrespect. I think it was an interesting take because oh, we're in that. the middle of June. It and, yeah, we're getting some pressers because of the end of OTAs and whatever, whatever else is happening. But now you got to start finding stuff. You got to get creative. You know how we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With Jags topics, we get creative. How many different ways can we talk about the Jags before they actually get back do out anything. on the field with yeah. pads on? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this article was basically the most questionable offseason move by each AFC team. I like it. And um, there's some doozies in here. There's definitely some doozies in here. But when you get to the AFC South, they start with the Texans, and mm-hmm. they say the handling of the coaching situation, you know, the firing of David Coley. Yeah. Uh, and then moving on from that, and then uh, they flirted with hiring uh, Josh uh, McGowan. And then oh, it, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then, you know, they finally settled on Lovey Smith, okay? The Colts... You know, this is a Jacksonville tie. The hiring of Gus Bradley. That's the biggest mistake they made? That's what they're saying. They're, they're saying, like, listen, man. Gus gets no respect none. as a defensive coordinator. Compete. He's Mr. Compete. He was about competition. And, and he was the the Raiders one of the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah, they did. So you hire a playoff a defensive coordinator off a playoff team and we're mad? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. did Eberflus do? That bro lost to the Jags. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's disrespectful. Well, hey, man, listen. They're saying that Gus Bradley leaves something to be desired. Really? That's what saying. Really? Now, for the that Titans. messed up. Yeah, it is. But, hey, the Titans. Oh, I know what theirs was. Trading A.J. Brown. Shocker. Yeah. It was easy. That was low-hanging fruit, right? Yeah, he didn't even have to do much work there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. if my math serves, mm-hmm. there's one team left in the AFC South. One team left in the AFC South. Casey Kurtz, it's the Jags. I know it has nothing to do with Doug Peterson, right? Nothing to do with Douglas Peterson. All right. Douglas, cool. Now, I'm going to give you a guess. Mm -hmm. What do you think, according to Jared Dubin, the (laughs) biggest mistake or the biggest question, the questionable decision for the Jags this offseason so far? I think there's definitely two that could be on the list. Right, and everybody knows the two. I think one could be the drafting of the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker. I think that could be on there. You're going to have to see Trayvon Walker. Probably he'll, he will just... It, yeah. I don't want that smoke. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm, it's still questionable. 
We couldn't find anybody else that would do it. The Lions ran the card up there. They would have picked Hutchinson if they had the first pick. So that's questionable. I don't know if that's on there, but it is still certainly questionable. So I'd say it's that, or it's what caused all these receivers to get paid, and that was the contract that was handed out to one Christian Kirk who had not yet had 1,000 yards receiving in a season in his career. Am I right? It's one of the two. It's Christian Kirk's contract. Christian Kirk. He says, uh, we know Christian Kirk won't, will more than likely not get $72 million over the four years. His deal is effectively a two-year, $37 million contract. We said that's a lot of money for a player who never had a 1,000-yard season. Yeah, that's what I said. And that two-year deal assumes he gets released after 2023, in which case he'd still count for $10 million in dead money on Jacksonville's books in 2024. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, how you feel about about that, Casey Curse? In the sense of, I know that you've been saying things like this all year. Yeah, you're the least Jags fan. No, like I've ever met no. who says that I, I'm a Jags fan. The I, way that I, you talk no. about their offseason, I'm just Bulls, realistic. Their draft, the OTAs. I'm like, Casey, what is that? Shirts and shorts. How are you? How are you hating on shirts and shorts? I hate it. Why do they got shirts and shorts and not on pads or whatever? <laughs> whatever it is you say. So listen, man, I get it. You, you and your boy Jared. You combine together to say that Christian Kirk, his contract, is beyond questionable. And I don't I don't appreciate it. I don't I don't appreciate the fact that you coming at my dude Christian Kirk like that. Yeah. You coming at Trayvon Walker like that. Yeah. You come at Christian Kirk like that. You don't believe that ETN, you hold off on ETN. I'm just You be questioning Trevor. I'd be like, well, I no, didn't question go, Trevor. Go pick a new team. I didn't question you Trevor. You a Tampa Bay. You a Tampa Bay. All those Bay other alum. things were true. Go down to the Bucks. No. Go down to the Bucks. You got goat down there. Well, yeah, you're gonna be, be a Buccaneers fan now. It'd be an I'll easy move to make. I know. I you, just can't do it. You jump off of Boston East. Listen, man. Hey, listen, guys. I stand in the gap for you. Okay. I say I'm a Jags fan. The truth is, I'm Jaguars adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I stand in the gap because Casey Kurtz. Says he's a fan, but yeah. everything that he says, says he's not a fan. Uh, yeah. He says he's a fan of Florida Gators. Next thing you know, he's I a free agent. I told you I was a free agent. Yeah, exactly. See what I'm saying? I'm not a free agent for the Jags. I'm locked in. But listen, I respect what my man, what's my man's name? Again? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he respects him. At first, he was like, the disrespect. Now, he respects no, him. I'm, Jared I'm about Dubin. To, I'm about to disrespect him. Oh, Jared, Jared Dubin. 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 D-U-B-I-N. Doing okay, so Jared, I hear what you're trying to do, right? And it's old news. Like we was all talking about Christian Kirk's contract when he got signed. All right, no big deal. Listen, if Christian Kirk plays to the level that we think he could, that contract ain't gonna matter. Everyone's gonna be fine with it. I think Christian Kirk is gonna help Trevor Lawrence. Like it's it's the same old stuff we've been saying. I I I have a hard time believing that's the worst move they made or most questionable decision they made. What were they supposed to do? What, what what other option was there? Sign Zay Jones is the one. And now you come now for, I'm coming Zay, for Jones. Zay Jones. And now you come up yeah. for Zay Jones. Listen, you had to sign somebody. Somebody had to play. And there's no doubt this dude is dynamic. He is quick. He makes plays. Not having a thousand yards in his career is weird, right? Now he did have Hopkins. He did have Hopkins there. Now granted, he was only 18 yards away this year from a thousand. So it could have been done just one more, potentially two more catches. He has big play capability. A lot of things I like about Christian Kirk, and he's a good golfer. Has nothing to do with football, but I like him. So, questionable, eh, it is what it is. But what were they supposed to do? They had to get receivers in here. These dudes couldn't catch last year. Look like me and Brian Milton out there just bricking everything. Drop. We would, we would not have done well. 
But we could have done it as well as they did dropping the football. Oh, there we go. Add that to the list. No, that's we not can, really the list. We can do just as well as who? Them. The the NFL professional receivers for, <laughs> for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Y'all the games. You knew who was dropping the ball. Okay. All right. I'm All just right. saying. All I'm right. not. By the way, you still have that article up? I don't. What do you need, though? I was just wondering if, like, I don't want you to really say all of them, but, like, I just want to confirm that Cleveland's was paying Deshaun Watson all that money guaranteed. And I'm wondering what Denver's was. Oh, yeah, that was in the main title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was in the main title. And what was Denver's? Yeah, because I feel like Denver had a pretty good. Solid. Yeah. Russell Wilson, like, I wonder what they were upset about. Uh, still Broncos letting cornerback depth get depleted. That was the Broncos. Mm. Must be nice when you that's your biggest problem. Sign Russell Wilson, your biggest problem is cornerback depth. Anything really ridiculous on there? Any of these teams? Uh, I mean the the uh the Deshaun Watson thing, I mean, but that was in the well, title. Reasonable. Yeah. And uh as far as the AFC, this was only the AFC, so yeah. not really. I mean, it was basic stuff. Chargers not upgrading a right tackle, Raiders not uh, enough to address the offensive line. Yeah. Um still his quarterback situation. So it's just like Yeah. Normal stuff. Yeah. Cool. There you go. All right. Well, you know, I'm sure the Raiders don't care because they got Devontae Adams. I just, you know, have a feeling. But anyway, and I'm sure the Broncos don't care about the cornerback depth because they got Russell Wilson. It's funny how these things work. And Chargers, same way. They got Khalil Mack. I could go on and on. Because everybody did something pretty well as well this offseason. It feels like a lot of teams got better and we got a lot of good teams in the NFL. It should be a pretty exciting fall. If we could just get there, Summer, we got to keep moving this thing along. It's 1,000 degrees. Ain't nobody playing football. We got to keep moving on. Keep powering through and get. See, this is going to be tough when there's no NBA finals and no NHL finals. No, man, we'll figure it out. This is this no, soccer be out here. Golf is still golfing. U.S. Open going on right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So listen, my boy from Canada was leading when he was on. uh, He was on. uh, He was on the the tenth uh, the tenth hole. I can't remember his name, but he was leading when I checked last. But he wasn't on. Yeah, this is like. Oh, Adam Hadwin. Adam Hadwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The boy from Canada. That boy from yeah. Just we need to go to break. Yeah. Action Sports checks overtime. ESPN 690. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 on a Thursday. Running out of time quickly. No more auto porter talk. We got cash or trash it, right, Brian Milton? One more time. Cash or trash it, Brian Milton? Cash it or trash it. Tell them to bring me my money. On Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Nice. Hey, man. Listen, man. Nice. When you don't have stuff ready, sometimes you got to reset. You told me to get into it quick, too. That's why I did. I was even going to mention that... Uh, I think it's Don't Sawyer, mention it now. Sawyer on Twitch has also never seen Harry Potter. Oh, appreciate you, Short, uh, Sawyer. We appreciate that. All right, man. Casey oh. Curse. First up, NBA Finals. Yeah. Game six tonight in Boston, as we said earlier in the show. Golden State has a chance to win their fourth title in six appearances mm-hmm. since 2015. The game is hopefully good. We think that the stars will rise up like Steph and Tatum, but cash it or trash it, Casey Kurtz. Andrew Wiggins is more important to the Warriors winning than Jalen Brown will be for Boston winning. Uh, that's a great question. Trash it. There you go. I think Wiggins is a big part of this. I like what he did the other night, rebounding and scoring the basketball. I think Wiggins is the forgotten man in all of this. He's been, for the most part, good. But Boston cannot win without Jalen Brown. We saw that last game. Jalen Brown is more important than I think people want to let on. 
he borderline has been better than Tatum, Brian Middleton. I think they absolutely cannot win without Jalen Brown, A.J. Boye's cousin. So, um, yeah, I will say if the Boston wins, it's because Jalen Brown goes off as well as Tatum. All right, Casey Curtis, MLB up next. A team you haven't really believed in, the Atlanta Braves, have now gone 10-0 in their last 10 games. And now they're 10 games over 500. Now, we touched on the defending champs last week with you and Brent. And both of you were still pretty bearish on Atlanta's playoff chances. Cash it or trash it. Another week of good play for the, from the Braves has now made you confident that they will make the playoffs in order to try and repeat as champions. Mm. Trash it. You got to win 20 in a, in a row before no, Casey gives I you mean, look, the, the Yankees ain't good. The Braves ain't good. But they, who's good then, man? Who's well, good? They're not better than the Mets, so they're not going to win the division, I don't think. I think the Cardinals can be better. I know the standings um, are very similar. They play in different divisions, but they have similar records. I think the Cardinals can be better. I think the Brewers can be better if Woodruff comes back and actually pitches. And then you look at the NL West. Padres are in first. Nobody wants to talk about that. Padres are great. Dodgers are great. Diamondback or uh, Giants are sneaky good as well. So I think there's a lot of good teams in the NL. I just think they eventually get left out, barring some big-time move for an arm. Uh, before July 31st. I don't know if that will come, but they really have sh- they have Max Freed, they have Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson has struggled, so I think they're going to need to make a move in the pitching department, but spoiler alert, everybody needs a pitcher, and there's not enough pitchers to go around except Frankie Montas, so uh, I don't think they make the playoffs. I think there's too many good teams in the NL. By the way, man, I'm going to say it again. I heard the end of Action Sports Jacks with you and Brent Martineau. I said no more Yankee slander. And yeah, I, I heard was a little bit of slander. Now I listen. Yeah. Now listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty is off limits. Okay. But I heard that there was some questions in the Martino household. Oh, they cheating for sure. That there's some cheating. Then you gotta jump on Nestor. You gotta see. You gotta see Trayvon Walker. You gotta see Christian Kirk. And you gonna have to see Nestor Cortez. I'll tell you right now. At this point, in order, I'll take Nestor Cortez first. <laughs> Shut up, man. Shut up. Trayvon Walker last. Oh boy, Trayvon Walker never. Okay. I, um, I didn't mean it, Trayvon, I swear. There you go. Uh, Stanley Cup. Yeah. All right, Casey Kerr. So, you know, we talked about it the first period between the Avalanche and the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Chance finding himself down 3-1. By the end of regulation, they were able to tie things up. But they did lose game one, 4-3. Cash it or trash it. You are encouraged that Tampa is going to be just fine after nearly pulling out a big win, even with less than stellar play. Trash it. I think the I think Colorado's better. So, like, yeah, it, it would have been an incredible storyline, I guess, if you will, for them to pull that game out. would have been huge. It would have been massive. The, but the truth of the matter is they didn't do it. They lost, and they're down one game to none. I think Colorado does win this, and, and I know that doesn't go well into my lightning fandom, and then you're going to turn this around on me and say I don't believe in my teams. But I am a very truthful person. I think they're better. This is up to Vazzy. Uh, he is the reason the Lightning will win this cup it, solely pretty much on his shoulders if he can stop that incredible offering, offense from Colorado. So I don't love their chances. I think they eventually lose this. I'm not encouraged that they almost won after they played horrible hockey. They are going to win some games in this series, but I think we're going seven, and unfortunately I think they will lose. All right, Casey, Jags way too early predictions. Yeah. Now, we know that the Jags have their first Hall of Famer ever, Tony Baselli. Yeah. Much overdue. Now, the conversation should continue. Who would be next for the Jags? Many would say Fred Taylor, the top 20 running back of all time, yard-wise, mm-hmm. seven 1,000-yard seasons. And some will mention Jimmy Smith, 9,000-yard seasons, led the league in catches in 1999, five straight Pro Bowls with the Jags, and a two-time Super Bowl champ when he was with the Cowboys. Cash it or trash it, Casey Kurtz. We know it's super hard to get into the hole, 
but at least one of these two guys will be yeah. inducted within the next five years. Five years? Cash it. There you go. Tell him to bring me my money. Little bit of a Jags fan. There you go. What do you mean, man? I'm talking to it for real. Fred Taylor deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Not that Jimmy Smith does, and he probably does as well, but I think Fred Taylor is finally getting... You see more of it, right? The the momentum that comes with it. Like Boselli, we saw a lot of the momentum that started to come and then continued to come, and now it it became a thing. But Fred Taylor's getting some of that. People are recognizing the stats. Obviously, playing for the Jags for a long time was didn't help for the, the best way I can put it. But people are starting to realize the stats that are out there, uh, the numbers that he put up. Only one Pro Bowl, which is kind of insane, but it, actually it's very insane. Uh, but Freddie T's getting in in the next five years. Mark it down. There you go. Uh, yeah, you know, as far as, um, you know, the momentum, he is. Uh, Fred Taylor's made a couple of uh, couple of rounds to, like, the semifinal rounds. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. You do that with the Hall of Fame thing. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Smith, not so much. So, um, Casey Kurtz, that's it for Cash It or Trash It. On a Thursday, we roll on. We wrap up the show on the other side of the break. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. We will be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. On a Thursday, we're almost to the weekend. For some of us, Brian Milton is Monday morning. Or, yeah, Monday morning. You go in tonight, right? 11 o'clock. Yikes. Yikes. I do not envy Brian Milton, but I appreciate you yeah, being here. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, I appreciate you being here on the ones and twos. At the broadcast, on, give him a follow. Um, if you want to interact with him in the nighttime, because he's up at K Kurtz as well with you. Uh, Matt Davis in Charlotte about to call the Shrimp and the Knights game three of the series. Matt, confirm with me that you're from Alabama, right? I went there. I lived there for, oh, goodness me, 16, 12 to 16, about five years, six years, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to stay with from there. Brent Martineau, uh, (laughs) who I talked to from three to six on this radio station, is currently in Alabama. He's in Dothan and is telling me it's the peanut capital of the world. Can you confirm, deny, or give me any information about this? I've heard that before, actually. It's not the first time that I've heard that. Okay. I want to say, like, they they have a lot of, like, boiled, really good boiled peanut places down there, but... um, I like it. Not confirming, not denying, just saying what you heard. They have a national peanut festival there. Yeah, I've heard that today as well. And the, the National Peanut Festival Association is based out of Dothan, so... I would I would call them the peanut capital of the world. Okay. Yeah. A lot of good peanut information coming in uh, from Matt Davis as well as Brent Martineau. Um, Matt, we don't really have a lot going on, so I'm going to ask you another random thing. Have you ever seen Harry Potter? Love Harry Potter. There we go. There we go. Brian Milton, anything to say on that? That makes one of us. Read all the books, saw all the movies. It was incredible. Read the books? Man, wow. I was in second grade. My second grade teacher would do the voices and read it to us at snack time. That's commitment. That is incredible. Yeah, she was she was amazing. She also, on our first science test, shouted out all the correct answers. Only 100 on a science test I ever have in my life. Wow. Yeah. What a moment. <laughs> I never have a teacher give me no answers. Wow, yeah. this is, I should have. Where did you go to grade school? Here we go. We're deep into it now. New Jersey. New Jersey. Valley, Valley View Elementary School. Good people in New Mrs. Jersey. Mrs. Monahan. yeah. How do you remember that? That is we're incredible. Face, we're Facebook friends. I'm learning so much about this. Is like her, an onion. Her husband, her around. husband is a, radio, a sports radio producer or host in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. I don't 
don't know where to go from here. Other than, <laughs> you're, learning, you're learning so much about me tonight, guys. I'm learning so much about you, the peanut business. There's a lot going on. My mind is just in a blender at this point, Matt. So here's what I'll tell you. Have a good call. Take it from here. The night's in the shrimp coming up, and have a good call. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.